on this episode of the AIE podcast. Warlords of New York coming real soon. The Trial of Style is back. Everything old is new again in classic. The most amazing race in the galaxy. And we are our own guests. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 338 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa-esque gaming community. The Die Has Been Podcast. I am Makala. To my downstairs and left is Ted Semi. No spreadsheets today. Hi. Oh, I think they burned on fire. And to our right east, uh, way yonder, is Mewcow. Greetings, guildies. And, you know, this week we're doing a host show because I guess Corley just had to be at PAX. Yup. How dare he? I know. All right. So before we get into the news, um, Mew, I'm going to start with you. What's been going on in your life? Oh, all kinds of stuff between amateur toddler wrestling. Um, Ooh. Yep. Um, lots of, you know, the usual bits of gaming. Um, probably... Uh, most of my time in Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I'm sure we can talk about that at some point later. But um, but yeah, that's just lots of time in there. Um, I've caught up with the latest bit of story. Um, I have cleared all of the latest raids, including Ruby Weapon. Um, nice. Actually spent, I spent some time last night um, uh, progging on a Ruby EX, Ooh. which is really hard. Yeah. <clears throat> It's like yeah, you step a pixel out of line and you're dead and the whole group's geez. dead. And... Quite literally. Um, yeah. yeah. And once you figure out what that pixel is, though, it's not You're bad, fine. But... Right. I live here now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. This no, is they're... my pixel. I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no, there's... Uh, it's 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 interesting fight. They do the, the cardinal spots for all the raid markers, and it's actually nice that you have the, the... One of the new features they included in the latest patch is that you can save your raid markers now. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. click, click a button, it pops it out. The reason why they did that is because you can't do raid markers live anymore. You have to do it at the beginning of the fight. You can't do it during the uh, fight. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Because um, <clears throat> there's people some... automating things. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those those things that aren't supposed to exist. <clears throat> ACT. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're helping them do things like uh, which. I mean, <sighs> I'm kind of on the fence on this because it, it was for a T. It was for uh, the Epic of Alexander. Yeah, really like it's the fight that makes the ruby weapon ex look easy Tame. <laughs> yeah because it's not only it's like not only do you need to find the pixel you need to find the pixel and make sure you're faced the right way and that yeah. you're gonna step on the next pixel and Jeez. face the, the other right way while you spin and then stand on one foot and like it's just so what what i'm hearing is the hokey pokey is in fact what it is all about <laughs> quite, quite literally quite so yeah yeah although that reminds me of a wow boss but anyway <laughs> yeah um uh, the um, which uh, I think did uh, I think Furt cleared that. Uh, I managed to miss that one, unfortunately. But uh, the uh, the hive mind. <sighs> did you guys do hive mind? Yeah, we we did hive mind and um, the one before hive mind. 
See, I don't know the uh, names of the bosses. Uh, <laughs> I just kill them. We we one shot both bosses, the fifth and the sixth boss. So I'd have to go look. Uh, did, at those. Did, you, did you do the puppy? Yes, that was it. It was the puppy. Okay, the one all the way at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I forget his name too, but yeah, he's he's the one that he runs over, eats a pile of slop, that burps really badly at you, and then right. you do some stuff, then he goes over and eats another pile of slop and burps yeah. even worse at you, and. Yeah, now the, the hive find is what I call the hokey pokey boss because you have yeah. to bring the the bring boss together, in, spread and then apart. bring him out. Yeah, bring him in and then shake all about as things are trying to eat you. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, that was. Fun. But anyway, but yeah, um, I am definitely not going to touch a T at all. That uh, that that Alexander epic is just it's too much. Yeah, like, but um, but Ruby EX is doable, and um, I, I have a feeling that you know we'll probably see some of our uh, our own teams trying that one before too long because it's really not that hard to get into. I think you just have to be four seventy. I think I level once you get to four seventy, which yeah. Isn't too bad because if you do um, the latest Ray, the latest e- you know, Eden's Verse, which has weird Rama slash Exion mashup, so he's he's been interesting because yeah, it's not every day you get to fight against the Centaur. Definitely um, not. Yeah, it's a you know, lightning and whatnot. And then, but of course, he was overshadowed by the new. Well, I, I guess I can't even really talk too much about it. But there is a there is a Shiva. <laughs> So I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't say is. more than that. That's yeah, exactly. so Shiva's been getting most of the talk. Um, yeah. but, oh, but, no, uh, yeah. I was thinking of the... I've been running too many um, main story quests and fighting the uh, Ultima weapon. Yeah. I was you thinking of weapon? the Eden version of that, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, but anyway, yeah. That's it's pretty much just been that trying to make sure I've gotten everything of getting you know crafters past seventy and trying to get into that because they have a new crafter um not a oh, gatherer sorry gatherer leveling past seventy now there's a whole new beast tribe that right starts at 70 and works with the uh the the, the great uh, serpent of Aranka yep I don't know if you've t- talked to him at all that's a pretty interesting and, and amusing uh best line uh, other than that um we'll talk a little bit. About it below, but I did kind of dip my toe into Division Two a little bit. Um, awesome, because it's it's definitely a cleaned up version of the of uh, Division One. Um, so it's you know definitely feels a lot better, not quite as clunky as Division One felt. Um, and uh, when I'm not doing one of the two MMOs, I've been jumping into uh, Fallout seventy six. Yeah, excellent. I know that's your your family uh, relaxation time. Yeah, yep, yep. Get into the nuclear uh, wasteland, and you know, just kind of get some training in. Um, but it's it's been it's been interesting because uh, I've finished. Well, I at least got a good portion of the through through the Pioneer Scouts. It's a fun little quest line. Gets you backpack. Backpack's really useful mm-hmm. in that game. But uh, I'm just basically just trying to get ready because I have a feeling that when Wastelanders comes out, uh, we're probably going to see a flood of people coming back in because it'll actually be a Fallout game. Yeah. Your concept. But uh, it'll be a multiplayer Fallout game, finally. So looking forward to that. A lot of people are going to be very excited about that. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm I'm really hoping so. And I know we have a few AIEers out Mm -hmm. there, so... Oh yeah. Um, so we'll have to see um, who come back who comes back in. You know, I'm sure a few of us have the uh, the, the Fallout first, the, the private server thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know Kenny's group does. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it is so useful because even, even every now and then you get reminded of, you know, why you don't want to take that workshop over in the corner because the game doesn't really clearly talk about it, but it flags you for PVP when you take a workshop. Right. Okay, so Sima just asked, would a Fallout MMO be mostly PVP? So what are your thoughts on that? No. Um okay. uh so far the PVP in Fallout 76 has been a failure. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's it's just been a a, a total just, it's a gang fest. It's, mm-hmm. it's there it's is not no balanced. Yeah, there's no balance. There's no nuance. There's no there's no strategy. Yeah, like like to give you the, the idea, I I you know was was taking a workshop because I wanted to get some of the the steel resources because I was really low on steel. And moments after my flag went up because it it puts a little thing saying someone has taken this workshop on the map. Yeah, um, I was suddenly dead. Like literally that fast because and then as I waited to see what killed me, uh, two high level people decloaked. Um, They had thrown uh, dynamite at me and had they had all the explosive perks uh, thrown some kind of crazy dynamite include and some also some um, of the uh, landmines. And you're just one shot killed. And the thing is, is if, if you're like for PvP, you're instantly dead. But they've actually got it to the point where. Even if you're not flagged for PvP, they can try to find a way to kill you yeah. mm-hmm. because uh, it, it's, what, it's what they call slap damage. If if you have not engaged a person, they can't outright kill you right away. They have to basically it, you're, you have the equivalent of like ten thousand uh, HP. So that's that's what it is. Is is it's supposed to deter them from trying to kill you? But they found a, a way around that. So Jeez. jerks again, it's it's just it's not balanced. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, so it's. I don't think PvP is just is going to work at least not unless they essentially throw away the system and start over again. The closest they came is they did come up with uh, what was it Frozen Wasteland? Um, it's it's their version of Battle Royale, and they throw you in uh, an abandoned vault, and you have to be the last person standing, so you become the overseer of the vault. Oh, nice! So that that was the closest they got to some kind of. And the reason why it worked, kind of works. Is because when you're throwing in there, you have nothing. You start over, mm-hmm. right? So that's why. But you, they have to give you something to earn. So over time, you do earn levels in that system and whatnot. But like, that's the only reason why it was able to work for as long as it did. It, but no, it's Fallout has never really been a good PvP game, honestly. Yeah, it, definitely it, not. It's about exploration, building, um, scrounging, trying to just survive. That that's that's and that really works yeah. really great for that world too. Yes, yeah, and it works great. It's, it's the aesthetic just works well for it, but. When you, I mean, yes, there is a little bit of man, you know, dog eat dog in there, but I don't think the players need to be part of that because there's yeah, enough yeah. The world trying to do that, you know. So yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's the effect of it. Uh, real world, just you know, usual stuff. Um, uh, trying to you know stay healthy. Yeah, that's, that's a challenge. That's, yep. Well, um, you live in a place where the trees are trying to kill you, dude. There is, yes. It's it's been yeah. It's they're still. I mean they they've been at it. I'm hoping that now that things are kind of starting to warm up a little bit, the trees will relax and right and trying to pollinate the entire world. <laughs> right. Know, it's it's missing. It's just staying here. It's not spreading out where it should. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been it's been fun. So how about you guys? What are you doing up to? Yeah, Ted, why don't you go next? What are you What are you doing? Uh, so I am doing, and Sima will laugh at this, but I'm doing my wild chores. Uh, cause they're kind of like SOTOR chores, but, uh, and I heard, by the way, I heard on the last podcast, she got up to, um, 
eye level 306 on her armor so she can start grinding the armor and now start looking for all the uh, augments and other stuff but uh kind of doing the uh mm-hmm. the equivalent in wow um do the dailies get enough saved up for a vessel run the run the horrific visions so i have my cloak capped for the week uh we did our first clear of orgamar Tuesday, yeah, we did a full clear Tuesday, which is what capped our cl- or then after that, um, that got us the first mask, and the first mask re- cuts your sanity in half. And it's the worst one, and the and the sanity from all sources is cut by half. So if you drink a potion that's normally a hundred sanity, it only gives you fifty back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's the worst. But we did a. Uh, did we do a full no we did a left side clear with that mask mm-hmm. on which got us the um the essentially burn your bridge one which mm-hmm. is you leave pools of sanity draining stuff as you go but you can avoid it unless you know like the worm game you double back on yourself and then mm-hmm. you're standing yeah, and your even- own stuff even with that though like you can very briefly even touch your old yeah stuff. it's you like three seconds yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not like completely unforgiving like the world worm game. Right. And then once we got that mask, uh, we cut in and did a full clear using that mask, which got us the achievement as well as the right side mask. And I forget what which one that does. But um, yeah, so we have Orgrimmar taken care of as far as masks. Stormwind will come in on Tuesday. We'll probably do a full clear um, with one with the the second mask and get both those masks, and then we'll have all five masks. And then and you have to do a run with all the masks. <laughs> no, I saw I watched somebody do a five mask run, and it's like the worst mythic, like all the affixes in a mythic going at the same yeah. time. It's just it's yes. ridiculous. Um. So, no, we'll probably look at... Because when we did the one mask full clear, we still had Norb left over at the end. We ended mm-hmm. with like a 1,000 Sanity out of 1,350 and still had an Orb left before we went in to kill Thrall, and we used it just to top off. Um, yeah. But they're f- now that we're in like the middle of the Horrific Vision bell curve of like we're no longer learning, but now we're in the system... It feels good, and then it's going to taper off as you try and do the you know four mask or five mask yeah. stuff. So we're in our happy spot right now. We'll mm-hmm. probably ride like a two mask until we get to fifteen, and then we'll go from there on the cloak. Um, I'm looking forward to getting that last talent, the one that oh, makes you overpower suddenly. Yeah, the uh, gift of the titans that it mm. makes you immune from sanity loss. For a few seconds, like hundred percent reduction. Yeah, yeah, and so that thing and pops, and you just go to town. You're like, okay, gifts yeah. of the Titans go. Great. Um, also, there's a weak aura out there. Uh, if you go on weak auras and you look for horrific vision potion, basically you tell the weak aura which potion is next to the dead body in Orgamar or Stormwind. And then it will tell you what all the other potions do. And then you can just yeah. kind of figure out for your team. 
DPS, you take red. Tank, you take this. Whoever's low on sanity gets the the sanity one, and um, churn through that. Did, so, did the potions not share when you're in a group? No, they're individual. So, like, if you get the fire one, you want to keep the fire one going. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. While but you're like, in like, there, can two people not get the same exact potion? Sitting there. Oh, it- no, if like two people want red and there are two red potions, yeah, each one can get red. Yeah. Okay, because because technically you want all the potions if, if you can help it. Yeah, but you want to keep them going because when they expire, mm-hmm. there's yeah. bad stuff, especially with the masks on. So we just found it's like pick a color and stick with it. But yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the clears I've done, I've usually tried to just make sure that I have all the buffs at at least 30 minutes. And then I'm good for the whole vision. Yeah. And 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 then that way it's just once I get that 30 minute buff, then I ignore everything but the good one and then only right. stop yeah. to get the good one. And so then we, you know, found um, you could go into the blacksmith shop and kill the blacksmith, mm-hmm. and then you get the buff from there. You Gamma, kill Gamma and you get the seven percent health buff, that sort of thing. So yeah, we're just so finding all kinds of stuff bonus. now that we actually have time to yeah. explore. And I noticed as soon as our cloaks gave us the 65% reduction, that's yeah. when the game opened up. Yeah, then the the middle and the medium areas became slower. You could take them slower and you weren't rushing to get through them. It's mm-hmm. still bad in the hard areas, but it's not as punishing as it was when it was 50. Yeah. Yeah. And that Rexar fight, Lord, if you're not ready for it... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, you basically have to burn him down, or I've, I've seen hunters will trap one of the boars to make it yeah. a little easier. What we did, um, and we did that for Thrall, you can drop one of the sanity orbs in the entrance right before you engage Thrall, and just have all your range stand in that and engage Thrall, and pull him over there until he dances to the center, and basically keep your sanity at full and whittle him down so yeah that's fun um so that's you know that's the daily chores get into all that the daily grind yeah exactly yeah. uh because i'm waiting for the next if any story drop or things like that but but uh so the raid team we discussed a little bit we're six of 12 now mm-hmm. um so we're gonna do I forget that we're gonna we got two more bosses to do tonight that we're looking at. Um, only complaint, same complaint every raid. There's way too much trash. We yeah. went in to kill the fifth boss, and it took us 20 minutes to clear the trash to get to the boss. Killed the boss in eight minutes, and then <laughs> another 20 minutes to get down to the hive mine and kill that boss. By that time, we're just like, okay, we're done. Yeah. yeah, there's there's just too much trash in there. It's ridiculous. Um, and then in yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen, I'm through all the new content that just dropped, except for the extreme. I'm leaving those to the to the you know yeah, sanity. It's totally optional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I went through and cleared up all my journal stuff. So the only thing I have in there are quests that lead to like the level 50 extreme and the level 60 extremes. I need to do those. Um, and then I've just been working on my grand company stuff. I just hit first serpent Lieutenant today. So I got that done. Cause I finally made it past that level 40 quest 
because yeah. I, I didn't have anyone with stats high enough to solve one of them, and finally it it went through. Um, oh, no, I can. It, food is fine. But okay, if you cool. Wanna, so, if you want to come check on it, I'll talk. I'll keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm going to take a slight absence while I stir dinner. Sorry. No, real AIE in real life. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I realized that, you know, I hadn't got caught up in Grand Company. So I was doing Grand Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, got and that. All those quests, and then eventually you'll get to where you can have your own um, squadron. Have you, have you, yeah, I've got the, you? I've got the eight people on my squadron and I'm sending them okay. out for missions. I just got past the level 40 mission, which was, you basically have to have all the stats yeah, yeah. to be successful. Mm-hmm. And so that unlocked yeah, the next, like the third set of quests. And then um, I think the next one after that, you have to do the, what do they call it? It's, it's where you take them into a dungeon. Yes. Yeah. I haven't got and there yet. Um, you do that enough. Yeah, once they're high enough level, and then you take them in there and finish X many of those, and then you'll be able to, to uh, actually go to the even next level that they've yeah. opened up and op- buy some other new stuff. And then I guess at some point during this expansion, they're they're ex- expecting to expand it further somehow. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I've been. And those... Go ahead. I say the the level forty missions drop interesting stuff too. You can get um like uh crafter exp bonus scrolls and yep other fun stuff like that. So that's been kind of interesting. They also getting the your your eight squadron members like get, getting their special extra power. Yeah, just, the like, class oh. synergy or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, yep. I've been doing Which that. Kind of neat because I've been going through all the different lists of, of of all those and you can get things like extra extra you know gill extra mgp yeah it can drop materia for you like it's weird that you like these guys are finding stuff like it's kind of like a different turn on the wow uh what do you call mission it mission table uh, yeah yeah so that's been yeah. interesting um so I've been doing that I've got the black mage leveled up to I just hit 58 before the podcast so I get to run the level 58 uh, mm-hmm. quest um which is an interesting story so far i like that um and i have a full set of level 60 dom2 gear from idoshire waiting for when i hit 60 i'm just cuz i realized i was hitting the poetics cap with all the roulettes i've been running mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, okay, go buy the level 60 gear. That's it. Now go buy the level 70 gear. <laughs> yep. And don't forget to augment it. Right. Um, so we're doing that. And then there's one more thing that I needed to start. And I do not remember what it is. But there's a, there's another system that I haven't even explored yet um, that, I, that I need to go in and start working on. So... Uh, it's not leave meat or the the uh, the hunts. No, hunts. I've I've engaged with those. This was something somebody brought up, and I've I'll I'll remember it later. But that's that's been my focus. Those two games right mm-hmm. there. I'm I you know I made it through the story beat that Star Wars dropped and leveled all eight of my characters to seventy five. Got them through the story beat. And now I'm waiting for the next story drop to happen. Um, but that's what I've been up to. What about you, McCullough? Ah, uh, well, rolling dice because it's me. 
Let's <laughs> see. Um, we did not play Monday because um, Kenny and Elkarth were out of town. And, you know, when two um, casters are out of town, you probably shouldn't play. Uh, so, but we did play on, I, my Thursday group did play. And we are, we're towards the end of Storm King's Thunder, which tends to be a lot of giants betraying you and, or, and betraying each other. And, and we've been doing this module for three and a half years now. Yeah. And we're towards the end. And it's just at this point, I think we're as much as we love our characters, I think we're all done. Uh, we were dealing with a cloud giant. So we're basically we're working for uh, um, Hecaton, who is not a water. He's undersea. But what kind of giant is that? Anyway, he's. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so we're working for him. We're trying to basically, because we had gotten like an or from an oracle that we need to help with the ordning and try to get the giants under control um, before they destroy the world. So we're working with Hecaton, who seems to be the most reasonable one, and we're trying to get the other giants to kind of say, "Okay, yeah, you're in charge, dude." And it's not gone well anywhere. None of them have listened to us. So now we're dealing with a storm giant. And she is the worst. She, we basically, we gave the message. Now we didn't kill her because both the other ones we've killed. Like, okay, you're not listening to us. Now we're going to get into a battle and we're going to win. Yeah. Uh, this one, however, you know, okay, we gave the message. Okay. Well, you let me think about my answer. Um, I'll give it to you tomorrow until then we're going to show you to your rooms, which of course was were cells. Of course. A cell. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, with a bronze dragon in it. That she had been torturing. Oh, jeez. That's fine. We released the bronze dragon, and now we're going to see what happens. Because <laughs> at, at least it's a bronze dragon, because the last dragons we dealt with was a white dragon, and that almost got Rabbit's character eaten. Yeah. She, yeah, both her and um, our friend Tony's character both um, uh, almost fell. Well, she was making death saving throws. We got her back. Um, Tony's character had four hit points left. And then um, Anne and I, between the two of us, we were down two hit points. Oh, we neither of us, like, I took a small hit somewhere and he took none. Right. Um, and then SJ and our friend Mike were somewhere in between not doing great, but, you know, not dying. Yeah. Um, and not, how are we not taking hit points? So that's where we are there. Um, Michael, our DM has pretty much told us, I know how this is ending. It's ending soon. You just need to get, you know, these things and then we'll get ready for the next thing. Cause yeah, yeah, we're all done. Uh, But uh, in our weekend game, we played today and we are now dealing with hags. Right. But, but I am, we, we're kind of trying to track down, information about this little girl that we've come across in multiple forms that seem to be the same person, maybe with the same name, but maybe different points in her life. We don't know exactly, but we know she's important. Hmm. So we were researching and my character had found out like while in the library, because she's very Hermione, that somebody had been at the library looking for almost the same thing. 
So, but then she has supposedly gone back to this other place. So we ended up going there because we wanted to find information. And of course, got involved in intrigue there. Uh, Then we did, we found out where she was. She had left. She was going to this manor. So we followed her there. Got attacked by by tooth fairies, which was not a fun battle. (laughs) Not fun. I don't suggest it of all things. They're fine unless they swarm you. They, and which they did. So we then, you know, got through that, got the manor, found her, and she's holding back time, just keeping time from ticking forward. Uh, we found out because the lord, the lord of the manor, had basically made a deal with the hag, but didn't know he was made a deal with the hag. He'd basically promised his firstborn for something, figured he'd not have any. Mm. Yeah, that's how it always goes. Uh-huh. And it was coming for her on her 10th birthday. So the one we were looking for was holding back time. So the 10th birthday wouldn't happen. And literally it's one minute, two minutes till midnight right now. Oh, um, yeah. And we have a timetable because the spell does not last a long time. So went to the manor. Something had turned up all the mirrors. Something was turning things to stone. Grabbed a piece of a mirror and you know got a good hiding place. The thing was coming for us. Affixed the mirror to my shield. And at sixth level, as a knowledge cleric, you get an ability to read someone's mind. And if you are successful, if you're able to successfully read their mind, you can do a suggestion spell that they can't um, resist. Yeah, it's a real nice ability. So she suggested, hey, look in the mirror. And it was a um, beholder. So it looked in the mirror and it froze itself. Oh, jeez. But the beholder was working for a hag and that's what we're now tracking down. Gotcha. So that's what I've been doing in game. But you know what we got, guys? I think we got some news. Yep. So let us get into that. A.I.E. News. In community news, we have mandatory fun nights. And some of the times have changed, so make sure you pay attention. There'll be a quiz afterwards. Now, uh, where the fun is mandatory, attendance is not, but highly encouraged. On Sundays, STO, when they're running, is at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Monday, Guild Wars 2 is at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday, SOTOR is at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. max time. Wednesday, Final Fantasy XIV is now 9 p.m. Eastern. Friday, ESO is 9 p.m. Eastern. Friday, Final Fantasy XIV Late Night is 11 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, Lord of the Rings is at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, New Braid in WoW is at 11 p.m. Eastern. And Saturday map night for Final Fantasy fourteen is nine thirty PM Eastern. And in streaming and guild podcast news, a Swotor Escape Podcast three twenty six Secret Shady Merchant. This week they do a live walkthrough of a mission chain to unlock the somewhat secret shady merchant in McShaw. 
and then onward to a podcast, Escape Podcast uh, 327. Insert Alderaan pun here. Hmm? Uh, 6.1 is live, so we take a look and do a unlock of Alderaan Stronghold. Which is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. yeah, I imagine so. Then uh, onward to Swotor Escape Podcast 328. The beat goes on. The uh, It is the Bioware team interview post, um, a new community team hel- helper, and a dive into the latest story beat. And oh, hang over on just this- a second. Let me grab that. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. Figure that was what that was. So, working class nerd section, episode sixty-five, console wars, because Marcus and Nick sit down shortly after recording their oh, very inceptiony recording episode sixty-five, maybe the sixty-four, yep. uh, to talk about uh, two new gaming consoles from Sony and Microsoft: the PlayStation Five, Walker there, and the always sensible. Xbox Series X, because, you know, why make why the Xbox name? Right. <laughs> so, it's kind of funny. You have, we knew it was going to be PlayStation 5, and then whatever random stuff Xbox does. Right, kind of yeah. Two sides of the coin, you know. Uh, onward to episode 66, um, entitled Project Luminous Revealed. Marcus and Nick talk with a friend of the podcast, Intisar. In, in- yeah, and Tazar, yep. to talk about the new release of Star Wars content, codenamed Project Luminous. The guys explore and spectate, or speculate, uh, rather, what we might see in the High Republic era. Yeah. That is going to be fun. Yep. Yeah, I'm very interested, especially uh, the little bits about possibly seeing a younger Yoda. Yeah. 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 You know, and any, anything that kind of builds on that Star Wars mythology, especially mm-hmm. times where we've not had a lot. It is really exciting. Yeah. Well, and also, it's the height of the Jedi Order. It's the height of the Republic. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, like this, this is, is the this, golden era. So exactly, this is the yeah. stuff that you know when you when you talk about the Jedi Knights and you talk about you know obviously what refer, they were talk re- referring to in A New Hope. Yeah, you got this. This is the good stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, this is like what a hundred years after Spotor, I think. Is this Spotor three hundred years or? Uh, no, this is set before Sotor. I'd have to find the timeline, unless Seema knows. A thousand years after uh, two, Sotor. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Cause is it about 200 years before New Hope? I think so. Yeah. Jeez, how long ago was Sotor? I thought Sotor was 300, but I guess I'm off. But, yeah, it's some crazy stuff. And it's funny how how, how back and forth things go, because... I want to say wasn't yeah never mind that that's a whole another discussion for Star Wars episode <laughs> one and related stuff. But, you know, yeah. I'm and, I, and I'm fairly certain if you want more information about the High Republic era, tuning into either working class yes. nudes or nerds or our or the Escape podcast, they're going to have all that news that's fit to print. Yeah, that's definitely episode sixty six is something to listen into. Yep. All right, and in Nomads, the Division Two clan has seen some activity once more, anticipating the. Li- the release of Warlords of New York expansion dropping, you know, tomorrow morning, March 2nd. Um, after maintenance this morning, the DLC will be uh, live at 6 a.m. Eastern. The game is seeing serious overhaul for some systems and the stories uh, reoccurring agents 
back to New York City to um, hunt an old nemesis from the First Division game. If you want to take a look at the trailer, it is on YouTube. There are launch details on the Ubisoft website. Uh, the clan has approached the cap of 50 members, but they can always make room. Um, they've reached maximum uh, clan ranking and all perks are available to the members of the clan. Make sure um, to speak up in the AIE public discord at the Division 2 channel for an invite or approval for the submitted applications. The base game is on sale right now for $3 and the standard mm -hmm. DLC expansion cost of 30 This sale will only last a few more days, so if you're interested in it, definitely go take a look. I said nerds, Tetsumi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Evidently, I made a, a verbal typo, which came out real good. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you're new to the game, um, talk to the Division 2 folks and receive a recruiter friend request. We can extend those invites up to a week after you log in for the first time. I can attest, also, so I just did it. Great. Also of note, the DLC expansion comes with a boost to level 30, so you don't have to feel like you're getting left behind as everyone hits New York City. So basically, you don't want to be in Shoboken where everyone else is in New York City? Right, pretty much. Sheboygan. Well, then, Sheboygan. Well, because Division 2 is in Washington, D.C. Like the whole. Place. I know, but you got to get to New York City, I so know. you know. <laughs> but but it is recommended. Um, um, well, it's, actually, it won't matter too much. Like don't, don't do it right this second. Don't use your boost right this second. Wait until the expansion comes out. Um, because the, I think if you do it right now, you'll be you'll miss out on everyone going over to New York City. But if you do it after the expansion actually hits, then you can join everyone in New York City and then go back to Washington on your own time and do the whole story there. Oh, nice. That's still worth doing. Cool. But um, yeah, it's something that uh, Duras had. He's the one that did the invite because I had I was one of those that decided to try the three dollar thing. And then if you get the thirty dollar expansion, you have that little thirty boost waiting for you. So right. But, uh, yeah, very cool. And you said you've been playing playing it a bit. Yeah, I went through the tutorial and did one mission um, to to get a, a really good feel because the tutorial, of course, isn't going to give you a real good feel. You need to actually go in and do a mission. Yeah, see what's going on. But yeah, it definitely feels a lot better. Cool. All right, and in WoW news, New Braid is now eight of eight normal for Eternal Palace and two of twelve Wait. normal for Nihilotha. Great job! Excellent uh, job, guys. Yeah. And as we mentioned before, it does run every Saturday night, eleven p.m. Eastern. Anyone with a level one twenty tune is welcome to join the fun. Uh, Trial of Style is back March twentieth through the twenty fourth. Gusty Tail will do guild runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at times to be announced. And the HFO Alliance uh, team is looking for heals and DPS. They've been doing current LFR for gear, hoping to move forward in the new raid in the next few weeks. Friday nights from eight p.m. to eleven p.m. Uh, Earth and Ring server time, and they are accepting cross realms into the raid. And going back in time a bit to WoW Classic, <clears throat> they're getting their version of Dark Moon Fair. It'll be in town uh, March 9th through the 15th, and Arathi Basin is also announced as upcoming. So there's some new content to that old game. Uh, if you have any ideas for in game activities or want to host an event, Please contact Nevermore via Discord. We can help answer any questions you might have. Uh, if you're interested in joining us in WoW Classic, uh, jump into the AIE Discord LFO channel 
and request an invite. And just a reminder that we do our best to keep character names uh, family friendly. It is greatly appreciated that you do so. Yes. And in SOTOR news, uh, Star Wars Old Republic launched on December 20th, 2011. And of course, AIE was there. In fact, the SOTOR division of AIE was formed even before that, since BioWare allowed for the creation and registration of guilds ahead of launch. But we take that, but since December 20th is the, our start date, uh, that means we're less than two years away from our 10th anniversary. Just saying, there might want to be a party. That is insane. I know. Um, uh, this month's mega, Corley is bringing back the amazing race. And that is right. It's coming back. Who wants to race around the galaxy? Join us on March 13th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We continue to run our MFN on thir- on Tuesday nights um, at 8 o'clock max time. We're currently switching um, MFN slash Conquest focus weekly between Imperial and public sides. Because of how Bioware's event calendar works, that means the event week always falls on Imperial side. Um, we're going to introduce a slight stutter to our calendar so both sides can equally share those easy conquest objectives that come in with the event weeks. As always, I'll be posting the guild message of the day as well as on Discord. And failing that, you can always jump into voice at max time on Tuesday and ask. Oh, that's 9 p.m. Um, Eastern time, by the way. And in ESO news, update 25 and the Harrow Storm DLC launched this week or last week. The patch was basically a full re-download of the entire game. I think it was like 60 mm-hmm. gigs. Uh, but basically, yeah. it overhauled the way the game client works and provided performance improvements. For MFN on Friday, they split into two groups to run the two new du- or the new dungeons that were included in the Harrowstorm DLC. Ice Reach is themed around a coven of evil witches, and Unhallowed Grave is themed around evil necromancers and monsters. Unhallowed Grave has a secret room that you can get by killing a couple of optional bosses. And for MFN coming Friday, which is at 9 p.m. Eastern time as usual, they will be splitting up again to run the new dungeons since we only managed to get through one of them the past week due to time constraints. I will say that the load times did seem to improve a bit after that big patch. I kind of dipped my toe in there for a little bit just to kind of poke around, but it definitely felt a little snappier in there. And over in Final Fantasy XIV, uh, uh, we'll be continuing to host Treasure Map Nights, a.k.a. Kelsier's Get Rich Quick with Friends scheme. Huh? Uh, it is and you can. At, yes, yes. In fact, um, the I wasn't part of Fridays, unfortunately, or either didn't have it or, or were done by the time I got online. But the week before, um, we got a um, one of those uh, doublings where you double right. your loot over and over. We did it five times, yeah. and Abovan walked away with a... a, a piece of of crafting gear that was about over a million per and got five of them yeah oh wow so, so he's rolling right now so you know <laughs> if he needs some money hit him up um yep. but anyway um the only requirement to joining these fun parties is being level 80 um yep. everyone can roll on everything even if you do not have your own map and we um, want you to roll maps. need on everything <laughs> yes need everything because everyone else is and if you roll green as well. you're not getting anything um it's it's definitely a lot of fun it's it's not that hard to get um the maps honestly they're not that expensive they go anywhere from 30,000 to 60,000 and it you you will make that money back, back. Yeah. yeah um and it's just a fun train they pretty much just keep going until they get tired of it 
Um, it's honestly, and as long as you have at least four people in that eight person group and you have a tank, a healer and two DPS as that last four, you can keep going. I mean, it's, it's, it's tuned to where four is the minimum and, and eight is still comfortable enough. Yeah. Highly recommended. Um, awesome. Speaking of other eight man content, the uh, raid team NOD has slots open. Uh, they are currently doing extreme trials on Thursdays at nine thirty Eastern. And more casual content on Tuesdays, where they kind of welcome everyone in to kind of give it a chance. Uh, with the patch 5.2, the new raid has been released, Eden's Verse, along with a new tier gear from both it and dungeons, as well as crafting gear. And that's yep. actually how I was able to get into the um, uh, Ruby Weapon Extreme, was because I was able to get some crafted pieces. Um, <clears throat> right now, Eden's Verse is um, one piece of gear per wing per week. So that's why it's not that easy to get the gear just yet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there will be a patch where they'll expand crafting content. It'll be released with the first step of the relic weapon for Shadowbringers. Every expansion has its own relic weapon that you can push for. Um, usually shiny, sparkly, glowy, something you know crazy to stand out. Um, keep an eye on our Discord for upcoming events based on all this new content coming. Awesome. And all right. there is a rumor, I didn't add it in here, but there is a rumor mm-hmm. of fishing expeditions coming up. So get your fishing All right, so we we'll need to make sure that's Barrow knows. Right, exactly. It is, yeah, it's Linsa Laminsa's little the fishing dock is just packed with people right now going on those fishing. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. So in um, STO news, we recently updated the fleet uniform and updates to the fleet holdings are in progress. The focus is currently the Spire. Um, They're working on getting a new version of Fleet Knights uh, coming soon. Just due to schedules, it's kind of hectic right now. Uh, make sure that you're keeping a track of the STO channel and Discord. Um, or as soon as we hear anything, we will make sure you all know as well. And in Guild Wars 2 news, the World Boss run happened, let's say they said last night, so that'd be Saturday night, and had a handful of people attending. Keep an eye on Discord in the Guild Wars 2 channel for that. They're trying to make that happen more often. And in Lord of the Ring Online, the uh, new to the Lord of the Rings store, um, carrying crafting carry-alls in small, medium, and large sizes. Um, it's the uh, it's hard to explain, I guess. You, you are you familiar with that, with that one? Yeah, a, a little bit. the The carryalls are basically when you get the crafting gear. It kind of like Guild Wars Two. It goes into that that crafting bag or storage mm-hmm. space, and apparently they're uh, now available in bigger size or different sizes. So. Yeah, the ESO version is just so nice. But of course, you have to pay for plus. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, coming in April, uh, the PVMP um, guild event where we play as the monsters um, against other players. Uh, stay tuned in the Lord of the Rings channel for more details on that. Yep. And that Max concurs. These are bags in your inventory. Yeah. Makes sense. So. <clears throat> All right. And. Uh, Tap proposed a kind of a fun question. We have a few minutes left, so we're going to go ahead room room and ask this one. What is your favorite weapon or spell that you've used in game recently? So, Tet, since you asked the question, I'm going to start with you. 
So I'll get two answers for it. Favorite mm-hmm. weapon is actually in WoW. Uh, I picked up from an emissary quest a 445 two-handed axe for my arm slash fury side. And it looks like a very highly detailed gothic executioner's axe with the handle and then the skull in the middle of it. Um, I know it's one of the um, Death Knight weapons, because I remember it from Legion, at least the model, where the skull, the the weapon was imbued and the skull was where all the souls got sucked mm-hmm. into and you would terrify the the civilians because if you walked around I'm sure they would like see the weapon and like <laughs> go run the other direction. Um but this is this is it's silver and black and red and is just really a well done weapon model. So that that's my favorite weapon model uh besides my bard's um bow in Final Fantasy 14 but the favorite spell i've gotten to use lately is in Final Fantasy 14 on my black mage um it basically uses all of your mana mm-hmm. and just drops a huge explosion in the middle of a group for like, I think it's 260 points of damage where mm-hmm. the other spells I'm doing are normally doing like 180 or, or 200 for AOE spells. Um, so you basically just, it will use whatever mana you have left. So you basically burn all the way down until you have very little mana left, set it off. It explodes and you just see this huge void, like suck in and then explode out. It's very pretty. So. Very cool. Yeah. That's been my favorite spell lately. Eat. All right. So, Mia, what about you? Well, I have a a bit of visual for those that are watching. (laughs) Is that from Overwatch? No, this is actually. Oh, you're cutting out a bit. Sorry. uh, This is a super sledge from Fallout. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. um, the favorite weapon I've been using is actually a special one called All Rise, um, and uh, it's it's a little, cool. it's basically they replace this part here with a huge block of just cement, uh-huh. and it's hard to tell, but this is actually a rocket, right? Oh. To so accelerate the power, yeah. hunk- yes. <laughs> so I've been using that in game quite a bit because All Rise is special in that it's somehow I don't know. Why? But it's lighter than it should be, mm-hmm. like on purpose. Something about the material, even though it's just as strong, and um, it has a stagger built into it. So yeah. even when you're fighting the biggest monsters, you hit them in the head with this, and they actually will like even a giant uh, scorch beast will will stagger, stumble a bit, and actually give you a chance to do something. You know, it's as opposed to you getting knocked around all the time. Right. So excellent. So yeah, this that's definitely been my favorite uh, weapon uh, recently. At least, um, other than that, I've been kind of um, envious of a the hunter weapon I've been seeing around um, in WoW. Um, that it drops off of uh, the um, was it Skitra, the one the boss that makes yeah. you think that there's a bunch of them running around. Um, because uh, the it actually your auto shots will actually reduce the cooldowns on all your special abilities. So you, it's basically just watching a hunter with that thing is just the raining arrows. 
Yeah. Because they can do all of their special abilities like mad. So that's been a very impressive one. <laughs> um, <clears throat> other than that, I did finally get a uh, bard weapon in Final Fantasy fourteen. It uh, glows red for once. Um, oh, really? Most of them glow blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why it is, but it's it's, it's actually um, it's the it's not the current highest crafted weapon, but it's the one right before it. Uh, like I think it's like Gildana or something like that. But that weapon actually glows red, and you can also paint it red. So it actually fits because normally, like all of the Scavian and other like level sixty, level seventy gear, it glows mm-hmm. glue like Tet's uh, headset does. Uh, it glows blue. Um, so, I mean, you can paint the weapon, whatever, but then it has that blue glow and just kind of throws it off a little bit. So I was finally uh, happy to find a red glowing weapon for once. Cool. Yeah, yeah All Rise yeah. reminds me of, it almost should be like a judge's gavel, you know, that they use. That's, it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's where I got it from. I got it from the courthouse. Ah, okay. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. That makes sense. Yeah. What about you, Makala? Um, well, I tend to not play characters that use weapons, but my rogue does. She's my exception, and she recently acquired a rune to put on a magical weapon, or to put on a weapon to make it magical. Um, it's a rune of blood, though, which means um, it has to be imbued with her own blood. Yeah. And we need to get the, we're still waiting for the, the details on exactly how it works, um, but basically I can temporarily make a regular, this, um, the weapon magical and she fights with um it's going to eventually be two scimitars i think right now it's actually a scimitar and a dagger because you need two small weapons to um to do do two attacks yeah and the reason you want that with a rogue is you want the double the double chance to be able to put your sneak attack on it um the attack itself doesn't do much but the 4d6 extra damage does a lot always does yep and there are certain creatures that can only be affected by magical weapons, and she needs that. Yep. Da bum bum, because she's a rogue and full of secrets. Exactly. Anyways, and favorite spell hard. I alluded to uh, using that suggestion spell, yeah. which was a great way to end that battle. Oh yeah. Uh, but honestly, um, my little knowledge cleric recently got divination. And it's not the divination piece that, that, that I love, but it's how we're instituting it. Um, she follows the god of time, but she is also a scholar and an, art, and an artist. So the way that her divination comes out, because it's not a spell that you just do in, you know, in a right. second. It's, a it's long involved. involved. Yeah. Right. So hers kind of comes out almost like in a trance, and then she draws. Perfect. Yep. So... Very so that's cool. that's fun. I'm I'm loving just that that feel of that. Very cool. Yeah. yeah so that I think it's gonna be it's, it's useful, but it's also not to be overdone. No, exactly. So that is my favorite. All right. So anything you guys need to add? No, I think we're good. All yeah. right. Well, that's our show for tonight, chat room. Thank you so much for joining, playing along, um, making fun comments. Um. Go ahead and start suggesting some titles. And I want to thank my fabulous co-host for joining us tonight. Um, we don't have a stream tonight, but as soon as that continues, we or gets back on board, we will let you know. Yep. 
All right. And if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org, and our Discord server is aie-guild.info slash Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And now it's time to play the great AIE member segment we see this week which is overly dramatic news from Hunts the Wind. Yay! All right. Um, In two weeks, I don't know, I think we're going to try to wrangle Corley and get him to come on the show that we won't have the excuse of packs. We'll see. Um, So until then, AIE, this is McCullough. This is Ted Sammy. This is Mucow. And this has been the AIE Podcast. In the game of horrific visions, Nazoth begins to bluff. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. While Stormwind and Orgrimmar have been the focus of Horde and Alliance efforts to push back the insanity being spread by Nazoth, the Old God has not hesitated to open a new front in the psychic battle. I've been receiving increasingly frantic messages from my relatives in Thunder Bluff that many there are experiencing terrifying nightmares that are causing mass insomnia in Mulgor. In describing these visions, Torin sufferers are remarkably consistent in their accounts. The first thing they mention are the drums, pounding incessantly at a steady beat. All the nightmares are set in their homes, where they feel a strange compulsion to grab the broom that leans against the wall of all Torin homes and attempt to stand it up in the middle of the room. Now, at this point, they babble on about gravity on a certain day or the alignment of Argus, which science has completely debunked. Now, when this subsides, they describe the final stage of the nightmare. The corn grinding bowl present in every house in the bluff comes to life and pursues them. They run in terror, but cannot find the door to escape. Just as the grinding stone is about to pummel them, they awake screaming, drenched in sweat. Torin shamans say they have little defense against this assault, so if you plan on visiting Mulgore, be aware that the greatest threat you may face is your rhythmic, sweep dreams afraid of grits. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.